0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams.
1: 2020 is almost over and it's been an extraordinary year. And how extraordinary has it been when it comes to investment flows? With me now is Sanjeev Sunath, who's the Deputy MD at 91 in Cape Town. Sanjeev, you sent me a piece and it says the following. Fourth year in which investors continue to firmly favour interest-bearing portfolios over equities. Isn't it strange how people's behavior mirrors their surroundings and and what's going on in their lives? Because it seems to me that with equities going to all-time record highs in certain jurisdictions, they should be looking at equities, but they're not.
0: Yes, Lindsay. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a very interesting story from an SA perspective. You know, the last four years, as you say, majority of the flows going into the fixed income sector, which, you know, in some ways, it doesn't sound unexpected, just given what the markets have done in South Africa for the last four to five years. Yes. But certainly, you know, the, the concern, given the fact that interest rates are going down quite considerably or have gone down quite considerably in SA, is that to be able to make money, you've got to take some risk in the portfolio. And the last four or five years hasn't been the case of investors taking risk to be able to make sufficient returns. But I think the time has come.
1: I think the time has come and maybe it's too late. I don't know, but it's never too late, as the poet once said. Are investors chasing past performance, you say, at their peril? Asset class performance can vary materially from one year to the next. Do you think that people are looking backward rather than looking forward?
0: You know, I think, I think that's certainly been the case. So if you look at flows, not only in South Africa, but across the world, you know, generally there's a high correlation between what the performance has been over the last one or two years and, and the flow rates. You know, I think in in South Africa, I mean, if you look at the last five years, the best performing asset class, firstly, actually has been offshore equities, giving you somewhere in the region of about 14% per annum over the last five years. And so, funnily enough, you 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 would have expected a lot to go into global equities and actually has gone into global equities. Fixed income, so bonds in South Africa have done roughly around 8% per annum over the last five years. And that's been the asset class that has had majority of the flows. And I think it's a combination of to some extent following performance, but you know, I think it's largely been the fact that markets have been so volatile and people really didn't know where to go. And so fixed income became, you know, the the default selection to a large extent. And you know, what's really interesting though is that given the interest rates in South Africa, having chosen income over the last five years, investors actually made a pretty good real return. Yes. you know so if you think about inflation being in the region of 4 to 5% because it has been as low as that in South Africa you know and the 10 year bond yields being 10% i mean that's that's in the region of you know 5% real returns investing in fixed income which is pretty good so despite people choosing a low risk asset class you know the returns have been you know very nicely commensurate with the risk that people have taken i mean five percent real returns have been really attractive and you know most investors irrespective of whether they're in South Africa or globally, you know, would take five percent real any day of the week.
1: Yeah, I mean, 5% to to, to an overseas investor is extraordinary, given the fact that there are $17 trillion worth of bonds under 0%, either at 0% or, or negative yield. So it's quite extraordinary. Let's have a look at the future, though. You say the investment decision is an important part of your 2021 policy, starting with your investment goals, determining which categories funds are suitable for you, what to consider when choosing a fund. Not all fund managers are are equal. So, what do you do in 2021? Do you look back and say, Well, actually, I got it wrong because I didn't go into equities, or do I say, Well, it's not too late, so I go into equities in 2021? It's an important decision to make.
0: Yeah, if you look at the last 120 years of investing in the South African market, it is never too late to get into equity markets. And you know, I think you know, the, the bounce back from kind of post the March crash. Has been a lot quicker, I think, than most people would have expected, and we kind of had the same levels locally and globally than than we were before before the crash. So, where do where, do, where or what should people be thinking in 2021? You know, I, I think the easy trade in the last five years, which many people have actually fortunately benefited from, was the fact that they went into fixed income and they got real returns probably far higher than they would have expected. So, despite not having taken Risk in the last four to five years, people have actually benefited from the returns that they 've generated going forward, you know with interest rates below repo rates at the moment uh, and likely to probably say that where you can 't hide in cash you know you can 't hide in fixed income, there might be some interesting opportunities on the longer duration on the fixed income side, but you know you 've got to take some some risk to make some return and you know our views certainly from our quality team clyde and Duane and Sumesh, you know, is that global equities still represent one of the best opportunities in terms of the risk return characteristics for what you would expect over the next five years. Probably the closest in terms of the upper bound of return is local equities in South Africa, which will surprise many. Uh, The problem is that the risk facing SA equity is too large relative to that return to choose SA equity. So you've got to be very selective uh, on SA equities. And so our second choice of asset uh, class is SA fixed income. So, first choice, global equities, second choice, fixed income, and then very, very selective on SA equities going forward, just given the risk that you have uh, in the SA equity market.
1: And the final sentence in your piece that you kindly sent me was the the following, the importance of choosing multi-asset high equity portfolios for investment over the long term as the equity component acts as a vital engine of growth over time. So in other words, be diversified. I mean, I love that phrase you said, don't hide in cash, but on the other hand, there's got to be an element of cash in it. It's got to be a diversified portfolio, in other words. Yeah. I mean, look,
0: Lindsay, there's two parts to that. I mean, the first, firstly, diversified, absolutely. You know, and the second thing is that whilst maybe over the last four or five years, in hindsight, and hindsight, you know, is always a 2020 science, yes. but in hindsight, having chosen fixed income was a good, was a good option. Uh, in the last five years, you know, everyone wishes they had more in global equities like Clyde and his team did. But fixed income in hindsight was not a bad choice. The point about choosing a multi-asset portfolio is that you've got to keep that decision or pass that decision rather to somebody who looks at this every single day. So the question is, when do I move more into SA equities? The question is, you know, when do I move out of the global equity trade into the SA fixed income more into the SA fixed income, more into the SA equities. And I think leaving that up to somebody who, you know, is obsessed about generating returns and who has very high conviction in their ideas is what you need to do as an investor. And so, you know, sticking in fixed income or sticking in global equities on a permanent basis, you know, I think we'll lose people money in the next in the next five years. And so, so that's the two parts. Is you've got to be diversified, but you've got to have very high conviction ideas and you've got to know what to choose at any point and i don't think that many investors out there who and understandably so you know who don't look at it every day have the conviction and the expertise to do it like the quality team does
1: Sanjeev, thanks so much for your insight that's Sanjeev shunath who's the deputy md at 91 in cape town the views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of lindsay williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position